Ready? One second. It's recording. It's recording. Good evening and welcome to Unforced Error uh, Lockdown Week 4 for the UK. I'm not sure in other countries what it is. Antonio, are you speaking to us tonight from England or where, Hello, where are you speaking I'm, from? I'm in Macau. So oh. the very first lockdown was much earlier. Uh, it was in um, end of January and uh, Macau was locked down for a month or so. And people started going out. Uh, nowadays, like you can already uh, go out for sports, play tennis, ping pong. Uh, all the activities are already open. Schools not open yet, but yeah, we are on the way to uh, normality. Slowly, yeah, start. So you're ahead of David and us in the UK in terms of lockdown. That's good. And um, yeah, I should just say it's David's uh, Jim uh, and Antonio. Tonight we are discussing favorite tennis players all time the foat f-o-a-t to coin a phrase yeah can i ask if i bring you in david you've been thinking about it how many of your favorite players would you say are still playing now i was looking and making the list of my favorite players of all the time since i've started watching tennis which started in the 80s and 90s with agassi and sampras and becker and all those players from that era but most of the favorite players actually are from these days, men and women. But I'm very curious, who is going to be the first one to say one of his favorite players? Well, did you guys make lists? Did you make a top 10 or? More or less. Maybe we could go, yeah, we could more go or historically. Less. Historically. That's, I like yeah, that. Good idea. The, the oldest player first. Antonio, by the way, if you didn't know, Jim is ancient. He's from the last century. And he, is, he, <laughs> yeah. he can definitely go way beyond us. He can go back to, yeah, the, he, to the Lendels and McEnroe's. <laughs> Fred you, Perry. You know, guys, when I was hearing your podcast these uh, months and I was hearing your conversation, I was trying to idealize Jim because I've never saw Jim and now I have to, uh, the opportunity. And I was seeing someone <laughs> on the 60s or 70s. Life is full of disappointments. <laughs> <laughs> now I see it's this young gentleman. I've, I've got a good surgeon. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so maybe start with your first favorites when you started you know, following tennis for the first time. Good idea. Well, when did you start following tennis, Antonio? And how old are you, if you don't mind me asking? So I'm 34 now. So I started watching tennis when I was eight or nine years old. Uh -huh. So we're, we're talking about 93, 94. So my sisters were studying in the German school. So they were kind of biased and they also loved tennis by then. And we were all mega fans of Boris Becker and Steffi Graf. And in that time, I remember that there were very big fights in between Boris Becker and Pete Sampras. It's the time that Boris Becker started losing to Pete Sampras. So it was kind of <laughs> sad for us. Damn. <laughs> and but, what did you like about Boris Becker compared to Pete Sampras? Say, What made you, made you think Boris was your favorite compared to Pistol Pete? Actually, you know, like in terms of style and everything, I think like I, I started developing more like a player that I liked. I would say that I would like more 
Agassi, for example, than Boris Becker. I was a little bit driven by my sisters to be a Boris Becker fan. Uh, of course, he was a very good player. Monster excellent. Player. Yeah, excellent player, but... Uh, excellent indeed. Six honestly, nowadays, slams. I wouldn't choose him as uh, one of my favorites nowadays. Yeah, because it was the style, you know. And Yeah, there was some salt that was missing in Boris Becker in my perspective. Yeah, know? yeah. Antonio, can you tell Jim and everybody that is listening as well how your love for tennis started? Yeah, actually, I started doing Olympic gymnastics. And when I came to Macau, we started wow. playing tennis every day. Yeah, I was doing gymnastics in Portugal until I was nine and I came to Macau. And actually, my parents were expecting that in China, right? Uh, Olympic gymnastics should be huge. But in Macau, there was no Olympic gymnastics. Nothing. So I started playing tennis every day against the wall in my building and then with two friends we joined tennis and we started playing that's oh, how it started yeah. good well boris becker was a bit of a gymnast himself he used to fling himself around on the grass and, that, and do those kind it's, of rolls as yes, well and, uh, it's make, true. make easy shots look difficult but yeah great really exciting to watch so he was a, yeah he was a bit of a gymnast maybe that influenced your uh, your <laughs> early love of boris there's definitely yes. a connection there Boris was a really great player. I started tennis with Agassi. I've learned to play tennis with yeah. Agassi. Guys, did you find on your lists that most of your favorite players are the kind of players you play like their style? Or do you find some people on your list play a completely different style to yours? I think that um, I do not have any player if we jump into Federer, which yeah. is probably my <laughs> my favorite player of all time. Well, we have to mention him. Boom! Uh, there's no escaping. Then, like, uh, then, yeah. like, there's probably. But who plays like? Exactly. That's where I want to go. Like, I don't play his style because uh, he's like he plays everything pretty much. Like, for example, Pete Sampras, serve and volley was never like the type of players that I was in love with. Jim, you're going to help us here. I guess he was one of the first to start really staying in the baseline and dominating from the back. Well, yes, um, there's a myth that uh, Bjorn Borg, who's one of my favorite players, the Swedish player, I don't know if, you, if you're familiar with him. Bjorn Borg from the late 70s, uh, early 80s, who won Wimbledon five times in a row. He was a baseline player. He used to win uh, the French Open most of the times. He, he was Nadal before Nadal in terms of his records. Oh, there you go. But then he switched to Wimbledon when there was less of a break. And the myth was he won it from the baseline. But if you watch old clips of it, he actually did come into the net quite a bit. Then after Borg, it was the serve volleyers took over. You had Becker, you had Edberg, who was a great serve volleyer. And you'd have these uh, men's singles matches, hardly any rallies, which personally I found very boring. Where both players, were, where it was a mad dash to the net on each occasion. Pat Cash was another. But then Agassi came along and he mm -hmm. was just such a good returner yeah. that he won it mainly from the baseline. He tried to do everything with every shot, which was a bit of advice McEnroe gave him before he won Wimbledon. And he really changed it. And the, and the grass courts slowed down. And I think people were getting so bored of serving volley, they might have kind of made the courts a bit slower, which I like, but a lot of people miss the serving volley days. Yes. So Borg and Connors were two of my favorites, baseline players, but they take the opportunity to come to the net. And then Agassi changed it all again. And then Mr. Federer kind Boom. of changed it back in his yes, early days. Yes, yes. The Federer is almost like influenced 
lots of players who start doing it. It's funny you say that you're kind of bored with the servant volley because on the conversation we were hearing from these uh, old dudes, uh, Lendl and Becker and uh, great conversation, Mac, Mac yeah. and Rowe, great conversation. It's on YouTube. Yeah, Belanda. And he, they're saying that they are bored now with the players in the back hitting baseline uh, rallies forever and ever. I think a mix of both is really good, isn't it? Feather yes, definitely has that recipe. Yeah. And, and it's wonderful to see. Yeah. So when you were a kid, Jim, you started by watching this from the, yeah. the era before Agassi and Sampras and then merge into the era of Agassi and Sampras. Uh, but it all joins up. Connors played Agassi several times and gave him some really good matches. Agassi won at the end of Connors' career. McEnroe played Agassi at the end of his career. Then Agassi, ah, yes. at the end of his career, mm-hmm. played Nadal and played Federer in several Grand Slam uh, finals. They've all kind of played someone who's played one of the other old greats. Yeah, exactly. So it all joins up. It really does. Did um, you like uh, McEnroe, Jim? I did. He's on my list just about. But ah. um, Antonio, <laughs> I would tell you at the time I was a real Connors man who was hated in tennis circles. Whereas McEnroe used to misbehave on courts just the same as Jimmy Connors. Yeah. With Connors, it was a bit tongue in cheek. It was a bit pantomime. But with McEnroe, it was. Uh, serious like a, a toddler throwing a tantrum yes <laughs> what i like about McEnroe and why he's in my top 10 just at the near the bottom of the top 10 yeah is i really love watching him on the veteran circuit he's aged very well <laughs> whereas borg who won more grand slams can't play tennis anymore he can't mix it with the veterans and after he retired from tennis borg just lost his love of tennis was McEnroe's always kept it up and what i love about McEnroe finally is he has the balance between tennis and life. He has other interests. He loves playing the guitar. So like us three guys, mm-hmm. he loves making music and tennis. He loves art. You know, he's done things like he's, he's been a, a host on a quiz show. So I love the fact it's not just tennis with him. Unlike someone like Lenzel, who probably slept with his tennis racket, he had the balance. Yes. So McEnroe's... To answer your question, McEnroe's on my list, but I preferred Connors and Borg from that year. Yeah, just to add to the McEnroe thing, and then he's a really fun commentator. Very good. Yeah, he's yeah. he's really good. So, those were your two, three favorites from from the era in the past. Absolutely, those were my three favorites. Um, Lendl less so, though. That conversation you referred to on YouTube between Lendl, McEnroe, Becker, and Valanda. Mm-hmm. Wow, Lendl was a revelation. Lots of insights, lots of honesty. And a lot more personality than I realized that he has. He it's amazing, did yeah. it. But now the gloves are off and you can see just what an eloquent, articulate person he is. He really is. That's why he was the favorite of my father. He loved uh, Lendl because yeah. of his calmness. Uh, always very calm and spoke very well. It was almost the first time I heard him speak. By the way, we keep mentioning this conversation on YouTube. So if you want to find it, just type Legends Podcast. Lendl, Becker, McEnroe, and Villander. What about you, Antonio? On the bottom, I would say the one I started with, probably Boris Becker. <laughs> ah, there you go. But uh, it's, yeah, okay. Time has yeah, moved it's on. It's like, um, it moved on, yeah. I mean, like, it's funny because not many days ago I was watching a, a match, it was like 88 or something, and Boris Becker was playing. It seemed very mechanical in some way, like a machine, you know, like a mm-hmm. really good machine it's funny because when i was young and i started playing tennis i don't know about you guys if you guys started to play tennis in the same time as you started watching tennis yeah yes 
they were yes. connected. More or less. So, so I started playing tennis in Macau. I don't know if Jim knows. It's a very small place. So we were yes, busy. Like, yeah. Yeah. We were around at the time, maybe 30, 40 kids playing tennis. And we get the chance to go to Hong Kong to play the season. Yeah. Hong yeah. Kong is just across. A bit more professional so, in Hong Kong, yeah. by the way. Exactly. So four of us had the chance to do the season and I went to play and uh, uh, my coach used to call me McEnroe because <laughs> <laughs> because the, the kids would just lob the ball when we were nine years old and pass the ball to the other side and Pushes. I would just get, yeah, and after long rallies I would just miss and then I would get frustrated yeah. and Throw a tantrum. My, <laughs> yes. Break my racket. <laughs> when I, was I was the same. Years. I was the same. I was, I was called McEnroe in England. <laughs> I would just lose it. I would just lose it. I wanted yes. to be like Borg, but I was like McEnroe. Can so, I throw a name in now? Now we've mentioned Becker and McEnroe. Yes. I, is this person on your list? Because he's a similar. We're going Borg, McEnroe, Sampras, Agassi. Slightly later, uh, well, actually straddling Sampras and Agassi, Ivan Izovic. Is Was he, he on either of your lists? Because he's on mine. I love the Ivan Izovic. Definitely not on mine. I did, on I mine did like him. He was a spectacular player in, in terms of power. Yeah. But of course, he drove me and Agassi crazy so many times. With those serves yeah. that it was him and Philippoussos oh. as well. Oh, he was just <laughs> it, and Sampra. Yeah, Sampra was was doing the same, man. He was just oh, I hated. Exactly. I only started liking aces when Feather started hitting them. Well, the first time I ever saw Ivan Izovic, he was a, a young player at Wimbledon, and he was playing a British player, and he was match point down Ivan Izovic, mm -hmm. and he did an ace on his second serve, oh, and wow. uh, I fell in love with him ever since then. Because yeah, aces are boring, but on your second serve when you're match point That's down, impressive. I thought this guy, this guy is a bit different. Most people, mm. Becker included, and I've seen this match point down would just try and get that second serve just to dolly over the net. Yeah. But even these, which just went for it. You need some balls to serve a second serve yeah. ace on match point down. It's it's very impressive. I only can think of one person that does that these days. Curious. I would we'll come imagine. to him very soon, yeah, I'm very sure. Soon. <laughs> yeah, very soon. <laughs> Uh, okay, I'll tell you so who we haven't mentioned though. What about ladies? Who were your favorites back in the day? Yeah. I used to like Steffi Graft. It's funny that I, I got emotional about Monica Sellers because of the stand yeah. when I was a kid. And I, yes. I, I, I very sad. I, it was so sad. And um, she was, I, I'm not sure you guys know better than me, but I think she won her Grand Slam when she was really young, 17 or, yeah. or something like this. Obviously, we cannot go without saying uh, Serena Williams. With Jim here, it's going to be a good conversation. We're going to get to Serena Williams, guys. Yes. Definitely. Even because though, even you, though said, I, you said it now, Antonio. You said it now. <laughs> <laughs> even though I like her sister more. As a yes, person. I agree. Venus. I mean, I'm not a big fan of Serena as a person. Definitely, I'm a no. fan of Serena as a tennis player because she is just outrageous. Maybe the, the best. Incredible, incredible yeah. power and shots. And yeah, yeah, I would say maybe even the best amongst like men and uh, male and Women. female in, in what concerns to. Watch his dominance. Yeah, yeah, yeah dominance. dominance. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's funny you say that, Antonio, because and I was going to tease 
uh, Jim a little bit on this because on my list over here of favorite players. Where's the exit button? Where's the exit button? <laughs> Serena is also there, and of course, not for her personality, but for. Uh, I mean, there's two ways we can look at favorites, at least in my opinion. Uh, and we can mix them together or we can separate them. The person, who the person is, and the 10 is the person place. Yeah. Now you can mix together okay, and have a, that's, a, that's a beautiful... A good, that's yeah, a good. yeah, because you can have a mix between both. Feather, for example, is is both the personality is really attractive and the tennis is beautiful, so yeah. it's great. But Serena, it, I put her on my list as exactly because of that, because watching her play is quite a sight. I can no. respect that. Agassi's on my list. I won't say where. I'm not going to give away who, who the number one is just yet. <laughs> but I don't like Agassi the person. He wrote a great book, and I love it. It's one of the best books I've ever read. But I don't actually warm to him as a person much. There you go. But the player, one of my favorite, he's still my favorite despite the personality. But sometimes the personality I dislike so much that I cannot name them in my and top ten. And here's where Serena comes a, in for with you. With a gun against my head, I, you know, I, I will sign my own name. I'm not signing their name <laughs> that's Antonio, that that is the way jim feels about serena we had this conversation yeah. a few times and i completely respect <laughs> that uh, over the years has had some attitudes sometimes that are difficult to you know for people to accept or to so it's yeah. difficult to love her fully unless you really am you know just a true fan of and and enjoys the how she is she can be feisty and powerful so Going back a little bit, I definitely have on my list of oldies, Ingis. What about you guys? What do you think about Ingis back in I, the day? Do you know, I've forgotten her. Yeah, I, mm -hmm. I really like the uh, the yeah. Swiss Miss, and she she's a great player, great doubles player. She's had a few uh, brushes with drugs tests, hasn't she? Yes. I think cocaine, mm -hmm. recreational. But like Sellers, like Antonio said um, earlier, she achieved at a very young age. Yes. Um, and she probably didn't have the power to compete with the Williams sisters. She relied more on on kind of skill and shot selection and she could be overpowered a bit by Lindsay Davenport another one of my favorite I remember players. her. But yeah, I think I think that's a good call. Yeah, Hingis. And uh, of course Monica Sellers uh, to yeah. complement what Antonio said. She Definitely. she could have been the best of all time, who knows. Exactly. Maybe if what there was no stabbing because she was coming for Steffi Graf and it was that that fan from Steffi Graf. She won one Graf. grand slam after after the stabbing, just one more grand slam. That Can was you it. believe that? So. And she was. I think. Uh, what do you guys think? I think like in some way it became like an unknown zone if uh, Steffi Graf was gonna have what she had if uh, definitely if, uh, if uh, Salas was not stabbed. Uh, yeah, exactly. Day. We will never know right. because she was coming full force until she. Yeah. Did you know that um, the tournament she was stabbed in, Graf was playing in the same tournament? Yes. And uh, Steffi Graf went to visit Celez in the hospital. And at the end of seeing her in the hospital, um, oh, wow. um, Monica Celez said to Graf, oh, uh, where are you going now? And she said, I'm going back to the tournament. Uh, I've made the final. And oh. she made the final and, and got the number one spot back. Oh. So that uh, is it's very sad. Hardcore, I mean, you can't really man. blame her. She had to carry on, I suppose. But it I just know. Uh, the bloke who stabbed her wanted Steffi Graf to get back to world number one. Yes, Steffi Graf I would have been horrified. She didn't want that at all. But the stabber's uh, main aim was realised. It did get um, Steffi Graf back to number one. It's incredible. I, that changed yeah, I, history. I didn't know that story. Uh, yeah, 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 it changed history. Any any other female names? Can yes, I have a few. Nali. Who? Nali. 
<laughs> Am I talking to tennis fans here? It's she won in 1920. She won. She won a Grand Slam just a, a few years ago. Nolly. Nolly. I knew I was going to come show out. Me a, show, show me a picture. How do, you, how do you spell that? Nolly was a Chinese player. Oh, that okay, won two sorry. Grand Slams, two <laughs> Grand it. Slams, the French Open and the Australian Open, and she was, she had this tremendous power, and she, I'm, I mean, I'm sorry. she yeah, was amazing. Yeah, yeah. I knew I was going to yeah. say somebody you wouldn't know, Jim. <laughs> here's the gnarly. <here's> <laughs> I thought you were making someone up. Yeah, <laughs> go to Google, <laughs> go to Google, WTA, <laughs> she was number two in the world for a while. Number yeah. two. The reason why I liked Nali not only is because of her game style, but because me and Antonio we grew up in Asia, in China. So yeah, you we have, have this we have emotional some... connection to the Asians. I can tell you an, another connection, a cultural connection that made me love a player that you probably are not going to know either. I'll be surprised if any of you know. Make up another name. Make Here we go. Name. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was. He was American, Malivai Washington. No, I, I know. Yeah. yeah, I know him. He, he played the he, he, final. Uh, he was very year, similar to Agassi. In the year that um, a naked lady streaked across the court. Oh, I just remember that. The final. Yes. And Washington, lo Washington lost the final. <laughs> so you but know him. Why do you? Why do you like? Why Washington? My favorite player and who got me into tennis was Agassi. I loved his personality. He was he yeah. he was always interacting with the crowd. He was telling jokes. Then there was this George. He had yes. the same style as Agassi. They were very similar, but Agassi was far superior. They were both very entertaining players. I remember with Washington in the semi-finals in 1996. I think he was five love down in the fifth set against Todd Martin and he came back to win the set. I think it was something like that. It might have mm -hmm. been 5-1. Mm -hmm. But he came back, which uh, Todd Martin must have been gutted about. But uh, yeah, he, he faced the, the final. Yeah. And Antonio, so with Asian connections, do you find the same thing with your Macau background that you, some of your favorite players are Asian? Michael Chang was. was ah, was now Asian. we're talking to another one oh, of my well, favorites. Yeah. There you go. I, I, but I was, I was not a big fan of Michael Chang. Michael Chang is in my list of favorites. If there was three I, favorites. Back in the day, it was Agassi, okay. Chang, and, and Washington. Chang was also a similar game style to Agassi. Yeah, even earlier than Agassi, actually. He won mm, the French Open he when did. he was 17. Yes. There was that famous match where he served underarm to Lenzel, I think. Yes, and you the whole crowd booed him for the rest of the game, wasn't it? What, what the but hell? Why man? not? It's in the rules. Absolutely. Nowadays, they yeah. cheer if Kyrgios does that. Nishikori. So does he fit your criteria? Mine does. Yeah, yeah, me too. That's an, a good example of someone that is Asian and then became one player that was following a lot. And Absolutely. I was reading that Michael Chang is his, used to be his coach. He was, actually. just recently. I think they're yeah, still actually. together or not. Uh, that's uh, They were I'm together just sure. a few... I think so, I think uh, so. Yeah, Nishikori kind of disappeared when he beat Djokovic in the semis of one of these slams a few years ago. He looked like a ninja on court. He was spectacular. Injuries. Injuries, yeah. He's, yeah, he's exactly also very haunted by injuries, just like Del Potro. And that serve, the serve, he could never quite beef up the second serve enough. It, it might have been a been a weakness there that he couldn't win cheap points on his serve. It's amazing how the serve is an incredible advantage, which is something that those guys it were is. talking about in that conversation, Jim. 
it was a good some good points about how the players nowadays don't hit their spots as well as they they used to back in your the era that you watched more power more uh, power less, less accuracy nowadays yeah now you mentioned um the certain Djokovic. that's the first time he's been mentioned in the conversation um mm -hmm. with both of you how many of the big four and i can see david raising an eyebrow when i say the big four because it, <laughs> there's a problem he thinks, here man. He thinks of the big, big three four. but frantonio's benefit for Antonio's benefit, in Great Britain, we refer to the big four. So we have Andy Murray as one of the big, okay. the big guys. Okay. How many of the big four are in your favorites list? I'm a huge fan of Federer, and I can go all in, right? Only one. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Roger Federer. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Nadal is amazing, of course. Djokovic is amazing. Yeah. Like, all of them have, like... Yeah. On my favorite players, Djokovic is there. High up or at the bottom? Mm, it's a bit difficult to figure out with Djokovic because he has some really great qualities. I mean, he's the best loser of all. He's the only guy yeah. that loses a Grand Slam final and goes and really hugs the opponent with feeling. With He understands defeat in a level that and nobody clap, else does. Clap and he the match, always claps yes, yeah. to the great shots. Always. He's always the first one yeah. to say, hey, great shot, man. Not only he calls points to the opponent, even though the umpire didn't. So, I mean... Yeah, the, that's nice. And, well, I love the return of serve. And perhaps the most important thing of all those mm -hmm. qualities, David, that you didn't mention is yeah. uh, you use the same racket that he does. We use the same <laughs> racket. <laughs> that has to get him in your top 10, surely. Absolutely. I love that. I'm, st I'm still very heartbroken. That's what final. Yeah. That's final. Yeah. It takes some getting over. It does, really does. Yeah. I think some people will never get over that, that defeat. Yes. Ever. Well, to get over it, can I mention the name Andy Murray? What is your favorite from the top four? My favorite from the top four, it's a boring choice. I can't lie and be eccentric. It would have to be Roger Federer because I think he's the one player where I'd still love to watch a match, even if his opponent wasn't very good and Federer was beating him in straight sets easily and there was no tension or jeopardy. I'd rather watch him do that than watch the court next door where there was a five-set match between most players. Well That's how much I, I enjoy watching him. That's great. But spoiler alert, he's not my favorite in the top 10 list, but I love watching him play. I, I love his grace. Then after that, I feel sorry for Djokovic, and he almost made my top 10 list because oh, wow. I think crowds are very harsh on him. That Wimbledon Another final, quality. there was so... There seem to be so few wow. um, people cheering for him, apart from the actual Serbians and, yes. in the crowd. To step on court must be so hard for him. Nearly every time he steps on court, the crowd wants him to lose unless he's playing in Serbia. And I think he's very underrated. As they said in the uh, YouTube conference today, the depth he gets on his shots. It's even, ridiculous. Even if it's a serve which would ace most players, and he's hitting it at the player's um, the server's shoelace. Unbelievable. That ball's going out. So many times he hits the ball and he just guides it to the baseline. And the corner of the baseline, he, Nadal, I think, is a really nice guy too. But I get bored of him winning on the clay so often. I get bored of his mental ticks. And the same with Djokovic. The number of times they bounce the ball, it's a lot better. But that counts against them how much they yes, do that. Yes, I'm with you on that one. So let me ask you a question, Jim. Outside of course. Feather, 
from the big four, who is your favorite? I would say, and this is because of where I come from, I would probably yeah. say Andy Murray, though I find it very hard watching him sometimes. It is frustrating. His body language mm. is so poor. I think he's one of these players who is probably really nice off the court and is just an animal on the court and like a, a bit of a sport child. But what a great player. He, it's not just power with him. He can um, get cute angles. He does drop shots. He does lobs. He's a thinker. You'll be watching him and he's doing terribly. You'll go and make yourself um, a bowl of Rice Krispies in the kitchen and you'll come back and he's figured out and he's turned the yeah. game around and he's won four games in a row. He's not in my top 10 but uh, I think his achievements uh, ah. and comeback from injuries, as all the top four have come back from injury too, is amazing. So, yeah, I would say Federer, Djokovic, Murray, then Nadal, but I think they're all great. Yeah. Yes, and you know, I actually love Rice Krispies too. More than, more than Andy <laughs> oh, Murray. More than, yeah, more than Andy Murray for sure. That's a great it's, choice, it's, man. <laughs> David, it's, it's, it's interesting because I think one of those quiz where they ask many players uh, like who is uh, more funny, for example. And I was very surprised because yes. one of them said it was Henry Murray. Yeah. yeah I read we were all the time saying, oh, yeah. this guy looks so boring. Yes. And in the end, uh, everyone was saying like, oh, man, he's so funny. And he's always pranking and blah, blah, blah. So It's the quiet ones you have to watch out for. And Lender was just the same. He seemed to have no humor yeah. in his playing days. But if you saw the latest YouTube conference, he's, he's a funny fun. guy. And Antonio, what's your favorite cereal? Because we, we need to import and discuss the big issues here. Well, David and I are Rice, Rice Krispies, Krispies men. What about you? Oh, for cereals, I love Milo. Milo. Milo? You know? The chocolate, <laughs> it's the chocolate one. Ah, yeah. they, I used to eat that stuff uh, when like I was a kid. Co Cocoa Pops. So they like Cocoa Pops. Cocoa Pops. Yes. <laughs> it's like some small yeah. balls. And I love to mix Milo with normal cornflakes. Oh, wow. He's going yes. to a new level. I think we should edit out everything apart from this bit of the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> this is the good stuff. Okay, so I'm going to shoot a few more names so we can keep the flow... So, in girls, another player that I like very much, and I know Jim like her as well, and she's definitely on my list of top 10 in women, I think. Sharapova? Jim? Well, what can you say about her, really? Do you she like... Divides, uh, she was one of your favorites? Yeah, she, you read me like a book. <laughs> uh, I like her. A lot of people don't because of the grunting. Maybe here's a theory. You don't mind a player grunting if you like them anyway. And yeah. if... If a player you don't like grunts, you 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 don't like the grunting. Um, I, I think what I like about her is I find that her shots kind of match mine. I've got a big backswing. I don't grunt, but I think she stays stays near the baseline. And it's sometimes with your favorite player, you can't say exactly why you like them. But maybe, and you could ed edit this out later. Maybe it's because I just think she. She's quite attractive looking. Hey, um, probably, hey. probably not the best season, a favorite player, but she's easy on the eye, I think. I'm with you. We cannot edit this out because for me, it's Wozniak. Yeah. There you go. That's why she's one of my faves because she's very cute and she, I like yeah. her game as well. Yeah, and for me, Serena. Mm -hmm. No, Sir. I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 hey, well, uh, we don't, we're not I don't here just... to judge you, man. <laughs> we're not here to judge you. No, no. I like Yana Navotna. I didn't find her attractive looking. I'm sure lots of people would. Sadly, she's dead now, but I thought she was a great player and unusual in women in that she served and volleyed. 
which um, was very unusual. Uh, she's definitely one of my favourite players. Kim Clijsters too, I like, and I'm very glad she she's was back. good. I hope she, she was good. Hope yeah. she's successful. Everyone loves a comeback. They yeah, do. that's true. Yeah, comeback stories are nice. Uh, Radvanska yeah. was also very nice. Yes, beautiful tennis. Kerber is what she... She was spectacular, especially when she was on top for a year or so, and then uh, now she... What about Halep? Yeah, I like Halep. Yes, this Halep is a favorite is of all time for Anton, you know, of the girls. Yes. We're still talking about tennis, yeah? Yes, we are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, we, I like her. She's a fighter. And um, yeah, she's, a she's, a bit, she's a bit different. She's Romanian, so uh, I think there's a bit of feistiness beneath the surface there. And she stands up to the big players. Yeah, I, I like her. Antonio, tell Jim and tell everybody how did you start liking Halep? Jim, what was the turning point? <laughs> Halep is the twin of my sister. I posted somewhere like a photo of uh, Halep and a photo of my sister. Like I even text Halep. And I said, hey, my sister is just your twin. Exactly. <laughs> Did she reply? She, she probably thought you were sending a photo of, of her yes. rather than your sister. Yeah. She did not reply. Uh, to be honest, I don't even know if she reads. Maybe it's like some marketing or... Uh... Let me add to the story. Antonio texted Halep with the picture of her sister to see if he, you know, finally got... Uh, you know, yeah. maybe they would meet I one day. For, use the yeah, sister for would, other purposes. Would that, would that not be wrong? What, <laughs> very wrong. Connected. Very right. Yeah, it would. Very right. I don't know where this com. I don't know where this conversation is. <laughs> it's pretty weird. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, honestly, I really like Halle because she 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 fights until the end. An amazing player. She doesn't player. have much power, yeah. um, but she's a fighter and yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I have connections. Is your sister like that too? Is your sister a fighter? She is, actually. Yeah, she is. Katarina. She is. Katarina. Right. She's a fighter. Okay, so. Two or well, three, what about so current can... players who aren't part of the big four? Yes. You know that only really Let's start there. Around. Anyone on the tour now who'd surprise people who aren't aren't part of the big four, so aren't massively successful, but made your favorites list? Santonio. I would say that uh, the second player that I would uh, turn on the TV is uh, Nick Kyrgios. Oh, yes. Uh, first is Federer, second is Kyrgios, because it's really like, you never know what you're going to expect, first of all, <laughs> so good. because of his boots. Would you choose a channel with Kyrgios on if Kyrgios was playing the same time as Federer and there were two channels? Which button would you go for? That's a good question. I would go for, I would go for Federer. Just for the love, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And because curious, you might have a great show, you might not. With Feather, you always do. It depends. Uh, let's put it like this. If it's like Nick Kyrgios against Nadal in one channel, oh. and then it's yeah. like Roger Feather against a nobody. Like, yeah. not, not a nobody, like a, yeah. a, a ranked Agreed. player. I would prefer to watch like a nice fights. Good Kyrgios, point. Very Nadal. good point. Yeah. But, uh, I think Kyrgios I mean, is a great choice. He just... He's like a car crash. You can't take your eyes off him, can you? He's, he's kind of asking members of the crowd, where shall I hit the ace? It's unbelievable. I drop a serve. And, um, <laughs> tennis tennis is entertainment partly, isn't it? Yes. And exactly. I think he, in keeping himself entertained, I think he plays better. So I, I approve of him doing that. I think it boosts his chances of winning when he becomes a circus showman. And what yes. a showman. What a talented player. I think that uh, uh, Kyrgios is in all our lists. Yeah, it has to be on the top. It's interesting because Feather is probably the most attractive player, and maybe of all yeah. time, he is loved to a level that is 
unseen, even more than Agassi. And Agassi was loved to a, a level that was incredible. But you can put Federer versus Kyrgios on the same match in Where Are All the Eyes Set On? Kyrgios. Yeah, I mean, it's incredible. That's the guy is just has the drama, has the shots, has the moods, has the looks, has the game. If he started dominating tennis, then I think he would probably become so, the so most So what loved. is missing? Why is he not in Grand Slam finals, Grand Slam semifinals? His personality, isn't it? Some people can say it's maybe fear of, of failure when he really takes it yeah. seriously. That could be one reason. What about you, Antonio? What would you say? I think he's been better now. I think he's upgrading. And I think uh, one of the main reasons is, as Jim was saying, he's having more fun mm -hmm. lately. I think more connection brought him to be more committed. More connection with yes. other players, more connection with the crowd, more connection with the game. Yes, and now the fires in Australia made him a bit more serious about life as well. He's changing, we hope. I think he changed something, really. I really feel he changed something. So do you think that when the world goes back to normal, if it ever does, will he start having better results? Yeah, I think he has a chance, yeah. I think he might be one of these players who hopefully wins a Grand Slam, but I think he might be a, a kind of one or two Grand Slam kind of champion at best. A bit like Marit Safin, who's another another one of my favourite players. I loved him. Oh, but he had a lot, of, a lot of things going on in his private life, a lot of distractions. Yes. Um, he was too handsome, of, man. He was very attractive. Yeah, he was. He turned up at tournaments with one girl on each arm, <laughs> wearing a, a Russian naval uniform. He was a bit mad, you know? <laughs> You'd see him in the corridor and say, where are you going? You say, I'm going to climb a mountain. And he, he really would. There's some crazy stories about Marit Safin. Wow. But um, I always thought it'd be nice if, if Kyrgios was kidnapped by someone like John McEnroe, who just forced him yes. to train uh, <laughs> and just buckle down and not go to the pub the night before a Wimbledon uh, last 16 match, which yes. he did fairly recently. <laughs> I think even McEnroe, if he kidnapped him, you can't tame a wild horse like him. But two Impossible. similar players, two Kyrgios, who I put in my list, mm -hmm. who I was considering putting my in my list, Gael Monfils, again, mad shots. Well done. Never quite know what you're getting. Oh. And he's one of my favorite players just outside. But one who did appear in it, right at the bottom of my list, and I don't think either of you will like him, perhaps. Maybe surprise me. Fabio Fagini. He's Fognini. not a power player. He's a touch player. He's a bit <laughs> mad. He'll have arguments and changeovers. But he's, I think he's a joy to watch when he's playing well. And he, he has had the odd great result against Nadal and oh, the big yes. boys too. Against Andy Murray, he's beaten him in some massive matches. Yes. So Fagini just makes my top 10. Fognini is almost like a Spaniard swordsman. Yeah. You know, he has a sword and he, he whips the ball. Yeah, he's like that. He, he doesn't and even... And everything so easy when, when so he's easy. playing well. It's just... It's one of these underachievers. His level... He's so, yeah. so, so high. Yeah. He just can't keep it up. On his shots, sometimes so little backlift, and he seems to hold the ball oh, on his strings for a long it's, time. It's and unbelievable. It and the ball just melts into his strings and goes deep, and he wins the points. And you think, how did he, how did he do how? that? With bullets, man. Like one Bruce Lee, a one-inch punch. Yeah, it's a bit that's like that. it. Done. It's spectacular. Yeah, yeah you chose two guys... <laughs> Fognini and, uh, and Monfil are a joy to watch. Monfil is almost on my top 10 because he's just almost amazing. Yeah. 
Laporte. He is even better than Djokovic at retrieving balls. He is more elastic. Yeah. If he had the gas yeah. that Djokovic has. I think Djokovic is just that bit fitter. His body yeah. language is yeah. just that bit better because Monfils often looks like he's oh, ready he's for dying. a stretcher after yes. a long rally. It's like... <sighs> it's all the time I see him always like that. But then he's he's again, you know, back in the rally, but but he's always... It's unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so top 10 on your list. Men oh, and women, or you can mix them up. It's it's up to you. All right. I'll go first. If I'm very right. curious. Um, okay, sure. I actually had, and maybe we'll discuss this later, they were all men. I know this is terrible, but I almost see men's tennis as a different sport. Uh, mm -hmm. I love women's tennis, and I'm more similar to a female player in terms of my style. <laughs> so exactly. although I had my exactly. fa favorite female players, Chris Ebert, Lloyd, Jana Novotna, Justin N, Kim Kleisters, Venus Williams, great athleticism, great. real grace and style. So they're, they're my favorites. But number 10, Fabio Fagini. Okay. Number nine, Goran Ivanisevic. Number eight, John McEnroe. Number seven, Nick Kyrgios. Number six, Marit Safan. Number five, Jimmy Connors. Number four, we haven't mentioned him all evening. Okay, he's Argentinian. He's not a short oh, at all. Oh, uh, <laughs> you got our reaction. I love Juan Martin uh, Del Potro. Oh, yes. um, it's such a shame again with injury curtailing him. But I think yeah. on his day, when he's playing at his best, I think he's the best player in the world. Oh. But it's just getting to playing his best. On hard courts, like in Indian Wells, I think a year ago, even with his backhand not as good as it was because of his two wrist operations, he can hit the ball on either wing so hard. I think he's a great player. So he's number four. Roger Federer, number three. Oh, wow. Ball. I didn't expect that. No. I am loving your top ten. <laughs> I do love Federer. So who's number two and who's number one? It's oh, Bjorn Borg, number two. Borg? He, he Bjornborg first got me into tennis, so he's number two. Oh, I love his athleticism. It. I love his two-set comebacks. He'd be two sets to love down and would come back and win it. And I love the fact he's totally different from me. He's calm. He's got ice in his veins. And uh, number one, this person reignited my love for tennis. Uh, we've mentioned him before. Andre Agassi. So, oh, wow. I didn't know. We've been doing this show for a while. We've been playing tennis for never years, knew. and I've never knew that. It was a, it was a secret love, but you, not anymore. Wow. <laughs> and funny, you said that uh, you almost didn't like his personality so much, but he's there but on the I top. Love his, I love his play so much, and best book on tennis I've ever read. I think you've got it too, David. Yeah, open. yeah. A great, very open book, as great the book Great book, yes. I loved your top ten. I don't know if I can put it from 10 to 1, almost, but I'm definitely going to give it a try. Give it a go. Okay, so, oh, but I wish I had the 10 until the 1 like you did. It was so exciting yeah, to hear it, like that. <laughs> I will not rank Good it uh, 10 to 1, but oh, I, 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 I will got, I rank, I I will just say those who influenced more mm -hmm. and those that I like the most to watch. So... Um, We're ready. Yeah, it's going to be some repetition, of course. Boris sure. Becker, um, mm -hmm. Kraft. I love to watch team playing. Oh, team! Well, yes. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Yeah, I really love uh, to watch him, and I have been following him since he was really young. Yeah, I was going like to add he, that Antonio yeah. told me about team in the beginning. We yeah. didn't even know about team, and he was already in love with him. Yeah, and he discovered uh, him. Yeah, he did. <laughs> 
I'm a scout. No. He's a scout. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, I love to watch newcomers, and I'm always... He's all, uh, he loves jumping. it. He used to text me, David, do you see I, this guy? I discovered cool. Nadal. I discovered Nadal. Oh, wow. I discovered Nadal at Wimbledon. He was just um, 17, and he was playing a British player. And, my God, even in the knock-up, he was trying to win every point. So I, I said, that bloke is going to go far. He was just a boy. Mm -hmm. so, wow, yeah. that's a good discovery, too. We have to separate this quote here. Jim discovered Nadal. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I should get some commission. I you think. should definitely for do. For sure. Okay, so, more. Yeah, so I was saying Tim and Feder, of course, would be my number one. Number one, yeah. Mm -hmm. Number one. One that I didn't watch because I was not watching tennis by then, but McEnroe afterwards. Yes, there's something attractive about him, isn't it? And, and, yeah. something. and I think I also uh, create some emotions listening to McEnroe uh, yes. commentating well said, and everything man. and watching him. So I, I became a fan. Yeah, that's valid. Very valid. Yes. Very. And he's just very attractive personality and is uh, really fun to watch. So are you missing anybody? I would say Venus Williams as well. Venus Williams, absolutely. Venus Williams. Yeah, yeah, she's, she's, she's one of my favorite female yeah. players too. Antonio, you mentioned team. What about yeah. one of team's main rivals, uh, Titsipas? Did you think about him? Oh. Do, you, do you prefer team to Titsipas? Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I prefer team to Titsipas, uh, definitely. But they are two incredible players. And I, I think it's going to be like so many great fights. between them. I hope so. Team is quite calm, isn't he? He's quite calm. Yeah. And Titsipas is quite, well, very fiery, really, yes. isn't he? Yeah. Yes. So they're quite contrasting. And, and Sferov is cut from the same cloth as Titsipas. He can lose his temper. Yes, he can. Yep. Yeah. That's why I like him more than uh, Titsipas also. Team has this feeling about him. You can hear on the interviews and even in the match, you feel that he would be a really nice friend. You could go to the pub with him, couldn't yes, you? Yes, he he's would, so he sweet. He's yeah. soft. You cannot not like a heart like that. So that's it. David, have you done it? Have you written your top 10 in Well, order? as we speak, it's difficult, but I'll try to put it into <laughs> the 10, yeah? I love that you did that, Jim. I've tried yeah. my best. The difficult part is that it's so difficult to put some ahead of some. They're almost like the same thing. But I'll go with the girls first, and the names that I can bring back and i'm gonna try to go with from the least to the to the number one yeah so okay. i would say sharapova ingis bencic bencic serena nali azarenka vozniaki and do you guys want to guess my favorite of all time in girls you will never guess is it heather watson oh it's conta <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's, it's too obvious. We should be Michel Brito, <laughs> the Portuguese. <laughs> no. She doesn't even play tennis anymore. We well, no. haven't mentioned any Portuguese players, have we? Yeah. Souza from the men. Yeah, Souza. No. Uh, we will get to that. Yeah. We'll get to that. Yeah. But my... Can you give us a clue? Give us a clue. For She's, the, Asian. Yeah. She's Asian. She's Asian. She's mm -hmm. Asian. Um, but not from China. Is it Zilu? Shu Wei. Shu Wei, there you go. Guys, guys, go and watch Shu Wei play tennis. you never seen anything like it. She understands the physics. She doesn't have technique. But the way she plays and her personality combined is the most beautiful thing I've seen on a tennis court in out. my whole life. She's yeah. wonderful. Beautiful and her yeah. heart in, full of joy in life. And the way she plays tennis, it's unlike... Just go to your YouTube and type in Shui 
best shots and you're going to be astonished by the quality and the beauty of her game check her out i will, I will okay yeah. so the guys yeah, washington yeah. and chang are down there Roddick. Oh, we didn't, we didn't even talk about him. How could I forget him? Yes. How could I forget? I like Roddick. Roddick is Roddick is awesome. He's... You surprised me. I wouldn't have thought he'd be one of your favorite. I would have thought he'd be one of your least favorite. You know, a serve is a big part of his game. True. When the tennis world uh, lost Agassi and Sampras, there was a bit of a like vacuum. Yeah, a vacuum. vacuum. I mean, we had Hewitt and some good players. Of course, Davidenko. There's really good players there, yeah. but they they were not on the level of these. Nalbandian. Nalbandian, yes. How couldn't you like him? He had double-handed as well, was kind of more similar to Agassi, not completely, but then he had a great serve, it's true. Maybe that's when I started liking serves yeah. a bit more before Feather came along. But yeah, Roddick is yeah. there definitely, yeah. and he's... What I like about Roddick, uh, mm -hmm. just very brief, is he looks like he's gone to an, an American college party. <laughs> and had a few Budweiser's, <laughs> and then he's wandered out with his baseball cap, changing yeah. into some tennis clothes, and uh, it, it just looks like so, just so normal. So I loved him. Yes, it could be an actor, an actor of American Pie. Those movies. Exactly. I know. I know who you're thinking of. I can't remember the names. It's Smudge yeah. Stifler. Stifler. Exactly. Stifler. There's one guy that is just so similar to him, right? Yeah, absolutely. Stifler, right? Something like that. Stifler. Yeah. He definitely deserves to be on the top. Then uh, after Roddick, Monfields is definitely there, and um, Djokovic is there as well, somewhere there, maybe just under Monfield. Yeah or maybe under Roddick, I don't know, I'm very confused about Djokovic. Del Potro is there as well, and now the final three or four, it's the hardest thing to choose. Potro's but... there, huh? brilliant. What, Del Potro? Del Potro's in your list. Oh, he's a sweetheart, and he has a, a game of the, he's a of the love. ages. He's a secret love for you, because I didn't think you liked him, oh, this is he's, amazing. He's beautiful. I, he's, I'm, he's I'm, a... learning, I'm learning a lot about you tonight, Yeah, we're don't. learning about each other, man. I wouldn't say you were you were <laughs> yeah. Agassi, number one Agassi. And yes, Del Potro is, the way he interacts with people, I just love that guy. And then his forehand... And he's persistent coming back from all the adversity of... I mean, that guy would have won so many Grand Slams if he didn't have that. We would be loving him even more these days if it wasn't for the injuries. Oh, but so Del Potro, thumbs up. I agree. Medvedev comes in now. Uh, that guy got me instantly in the moment that he said, oh, fuck you God, to the crowd. No, when he I said, fuck you to the crowd... He, he got me. I was like, okay, I love this guy. I considered him, but he hasn't been playing long enough. I agree with you. Give him another couple of years, but a great choice. He has to earn it. Yes. He has to earn it. Kyrgios, number oh. three. Ah. Kyrgios is jumping up, man. And he might end up my favorite at the end of his career. Who knows? Maybe even will top Feather Because he's just the villain, man. And villains are so much fun compared to the heroes. Agassi, number two. And unfortunately... <sighs> You guys know who is the guy at, at the top. Me and Antonio. Dan, Dan, Dan Evans. Dan Evans. Joan Sosa. <laughs> Joan Sosa. But it's interesting because the three of us, we have Agassi there and we have Feather there. We, so we have the similar two. They were the top two. They were really, the top two. If we're compiling our lists. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So there you go. That's the episode of the favorite players. We could talk forever, but I'm going to put you guys on the spot to finish the episode of today. Are you ready? Almost ready, yeah. Okay. Go, on, yeah. go ahead. So, um, before we go, you can step out of this answer if you don't want to burn your reputation. But tell me three of your most unfavorite players of all time. 
That is a, a great question. You have put me on the on the spot because I wasn't <laughs> I expecting it. this. I knew it. <laughs> um, number three, Martina Navratilova. Oh, wow. But I will qualify that. I didn't like her as a player because she won everything. At the time she was playing, um, I really liked Chris Everett Lloyd, Chris Lloyd, so she was a rival of hers. And Martina, for many years, just won everything, which was very boring, and she wore glasses, which made her look like a lab technician, which wasn't a great look. <laughs> I must say, since she has retired, I admire her more, and I appreciate her game more. She was mm. a servant volleyer, yeah. which is unusual. She's a very good pundit, uh, and she's lost the glasses and she's better now than yeah. she did 30 years ago. <laughs> and um, I think she's got a very good heart as well. Number two, I'm going to discuss you, David, and possibly you, Antonio. Leighton Hughes. Oh, wow. Connors, who is a very hated player who used to graft for every point. He had no big weapon. So he had to really work for every point. And Leighton Hewitt was the same. But for some reason, I love Connors. But Hewitt making a meal of every point. And I've never warmed to him. I just preferred other players, really. But I know he's a very popular player and he shouldn't be crying into a soup listening well, to Well, not one of my favourites either. Num okay. Number one, Serena Williams. She wins everything. She makes such a meal of it. She'll do an incredible shot. She's an incredible player. And then she'll look as if she's got the weight of the world on her shoulders. Yeah. Just the way she trudges to her chair after a game, like like someone who's been told off at primary school. Yeah. She's not my favourite, but what a player. Um, amazing power. She's got a serve that would trouble a lot of men. So good is, is her serve. But you can't explain what you do and don't like. But she's my least favourite. Mm, I feel nice. bad for saying it. No, Please, don't someone feel else. Someone else start talking now to make yes. me feel less bad. Yeah, so I don't have a top ranking, but... Uh, but you have players you do not like. I, uh, we all do. Yeah, we all do. I agree with Serena Williams. I don't like the attitudes. Usually I don't like a player because of the attitudes. Mostly. Yeah, exactly. Or I don't like players that take things too seriously. For example, I don't like Batista Agut. Yes. Mm -hmm. Like, he's always so serious. Oh, yeah. He looks like... Um, dictator sometimes like something like <laughs> he has this face uh, there is something very like never smiling and never like a nice guy to the there is something there that i don't like i remember that i used to dislike a lot uh birdish when he had that yeah. episode with yeah. you guys remember oh, uh, i was always yeah. making fun uh, of birdish all the time so, all the time yeah but uh birdish is another example like after some years, I started liking him. Definitely. Uh, I, I started feeling that he was a nice guy. Uh, yes. It was just one bad day uh, or one or two bad days in his career. And uh, I ended up liking him. But uh, yeah, so... It's good that yeah. you guys are bringing up even players that you didn't like at a certain time. And then you understand them better yeah, these exactly. days. But it's still very valid. One name I forgot, by the way. I'm sure he's a very nice bloke, but I never, I never liked Stefan Edberg. There, I've said it. I've said it now. I've said it now. Yeah, you said it. <laughs> we're burning, man. We're, we're gonna <laughs> be burning alive. Those are good choices, guys. Uh, are you not forgetting anybody? No. Tim Henman. Ah, that's Antony's favorite. Antony didn't say it because he doesn't want to be embarrassed. Oh, is it? I'm yes. sorry. I'm sorry. Yes. And, uh, I'm, I'm talking about a different Tim Henman, Antony. I'm talking about a different one, a friend of you. Know, uh... Maybe you guys have hard feelings because Tim Henman 
beats Roger Federer on Wimbledon. <laughs> He did. Isn't it amazing to think that he did that? It's incredible to think he beats uh, You know, back in the days when I was in university, I used to play virtual tennis with uh, computer games. friends. The team Hanman was on the game. And I used to, to Can choose Can you believe team that? Hanman choosing or, or, to play with Team Moya. Hanman. <laughs> Carlos Moya or Team Hanman? Carlos Moya, Which I understand, two, okay? But two you know, style. I nearly put uh, Carlos Moya in my top 10 list. I did like Carlos yeah, Moya. But yeah, you, was... you, you loved Tim Hanman so much you couldn't choose him. <laughs> Man, didn't you have Agassi to choose in the computer game Virtual Tennis? Hmm? No, hmm? no, no, no. Actually, Agassi? no. All right. I like I squeezed a little bit more of uh, hate well, out of you guys. What about you, though? Yeah, exactly. Well, I, am, not, I, am, I am full of hate, you guys. You managed to dodge the bullet. No. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you managed I'll to dodge running. the bullet. I'll head straight, straight into the bullets, no problem. I actually have uh, many more names than you guys. I'll, I'll hit a few, okay? I agree with Serena. She's my favorite and my unfavorite. It's a mixed bag, isn't it? She's a great player, but then I don't like her very much. I don't like Sibulkova. I don't have any hate, but Conta is just... I can't bear to watch her serve. I have to look left or right <laughs> when she's serving. I can't. I can't. It's her mannerisms, isn't it? It's oh, like kind on. of like a preparation. It's unattractive. And then, yes, the way she speaks is not really my, my type of person. I don't have any hate towards her, but there you have it. I agree with uh, Antonio. We made a lot of fun of him back in the day. He yeah. always looked very like military. Yeah. Like like a soldier yeah. and something yes. like that. Not really very attractive. But then I understood that he was actually a very good guy. Then um... do you know what I didn't like about Burditch? Yeah, it was his his hat. I think it was boring. <laughs> I'm actually wearing a kind of a Burditch yes, hat. Yes, you are, man. What the hell? <laughs> I didn't like Burditch wearing it. I just thought he looked better with the hat off. He had good at hair. The end of the match. Maybe you would like him more. Exactly. Yeah. He had good hair. He had no reason to wear a hat. I've got a reason to wear a hat. Yes, Burditch exactly. Didn't. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta have a reason to, to, to wear a hat. I don't like Verdasco at all. He's he's very aggressive and uh, he's full of testosterone. Yeah. There's no control he, there. He's not very nice to ball girls, is he? No, he's not. Nice. not. Raunich is not very attractive. I'm not against him, but he's he's a bit yeah. boring. He looks more like a oh, teacher. With Ranich, it's like his arms, his um, serving arm is round the wrong way. He has such an extreme grip. Yes. On the serve. Mm -hmm. I feel like he's put his arm on back to front. It's crazy, isn't it? And, uh, it looks weird, man. I, I object to that. Yeah, I exactly. That. And now final two. I definitely like Murray as a player, but very boring on court. I think outside the court, he would be a very good friend. He seems like a really nice guy. So yeah. last one. <laughs> and the least, the my unfavorite player of it's all. It's quite a long list, isn't it? It's, I'm sorry, guys. I have to, to, to. I'm definitely gonna cut a few. But yeah. my end favorite of all time, believe it or not, is my nationality, João Souza. Oh. I mean, yeah. if you understand w what he does and why yeah. he does, he's just so unattractive. It's very difficult yeah. to like him. I think he has a good heart, but he's just. I know it's like you. I don't know. Yeah, there are numerous episodes of numerous. like uh, fighting without a reason with oh the empire God. because yes. he's losing or. If. Just like fighting with himself so many times, like yeah. uh, oh, it's so unattractive. Yes, uh, and then Grant emotion, loud, emotional, yeah, yeah, emotional. And Grant, yeah. I mean, he goes really He's high. He's not a bad player. He would nope. win so much if he was not emotional. So many matches just because of emotions. I mean, tennis in the end 
when you're talking about top 100 is all about who deals with emotions and uh, of course like there's the genius uh, with top three top four but the rest is so much about emotions uh, i think you guys agree no yeah absolutely we, we feel like that's about murray in this country he he fights himself and he almost yeah. eats himself and you yeah. think murray's a good example good, but, um, yeah yeah so I... we started this episode about our top 10 favorites and who we love and it's it's kind of turned into who we hate and uh it's been quite good fun, hasn't it, really? It's a horrible <laughs> ending. <laughs> I wanted to bring a bit of a dark side to this conversation at the end. Okay. At least we, we talked about a lot of players. One hour and 40 minutes. This has been the longest episode we've, we've ever done. It makes sense. I, favorites. So who doesn't I, want to talk about a, favorites? I was a young man when this episode started. <laughs> that's, that's how long it's been going on <laughs> I can see the gray hair Actually, coming, I, man. You you actually had actually I, did, I didn't feel that it was one hour and forty, which means we had fun. Yeah, it was great, and uh, I we're very. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. It's really nice meeting you, Antonio. Yeah, well, really we've been. Yeah, I've been bugging Antonio forever to join uh, one of these uh, chats because Antonio is uh, a lover of tennis, and he always speaks to me just okay. like me yeah, and Eugene. We're always talking about tennis, and I thought he has yeah. to come in. Sure. So thanks for coming. So you Antonio. join us next time, yeah? Thank you very much, guys. Yeah, you yeah. uh, will definitely join us I again. Had, I, I had a great time with you guys, and uh, it was my pleasure. Yeah, it was great. Thank you. Thank and you. And it for... was nice to to know you, Jim, because uh, I mean, great. now I know who you are. <laughs> yeah, now there's a uh, face. Yeah, likewise. Good stuff. <laughs> yeah, you too. Yeah, that was really fun. Really good. Good. And I'll speak to you both soon. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, thanks. I'll see, uh, I'm gonna try and get out of this. I'm gonna try and get out. Of yeah, this. it's the see button to switch off the phone call. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'll just cross out of it. Just yeah. Cross out of all it. right. Even the cross is not all gonna right. work. I'll shut the computer down, yes, and that will work. That's what I was gonna suggest. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's the only way you're getting out of this conversation, man. All right, Jim. All right, have a stay nice safe, dinner. both of you. You too. Stay safe. You too, Take guys. Care. Take okay. care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You guys. Toronto. Bye.